Well, hello there and welcome back to my podcast. If you don't know what this podcast is about yet, I interview people that I admire and as a thank you, I also make them a little portrait. My today's guest is Yulia. She's an ambitious person who is determined to make changes no matter how small or big they are. She is an advocate for human rights. She is recognized as an outstanding speaker by the UN Refugee Agency and she has always been involved in various local and international projects. While studying and working in Moldova, she found out about Chivning Awards and applied to pursue a MA in Communication, Media Practices and Public Relations at Swansea University in the United Kingdom, where she researched the brand strategies of Apple, Microsoft and Boston Dynamics. In this interview, Yulia told us more about the process of applying, her experience in Wales, a comparison to living in Moldova and her favorite food and traditions in both places. She was also very open about depression and how she changed her mindset. I love that she has a very insightful way of looking at things. She wants to raise awareness of good things in Moldova. She now works at the National Association of ICT Companies in the Republic of Moldova that stands for the promotion of the ICT sector, which has become even bigger and more influential than the wine sector. Listen to this and more in this episode. Enjoy! Hi, Yulia, and welcome to my podcast. Hi, Daniela. I'm so happy to be here right now. It's my first podcast and uh, I'm very excited to to see what will happen during this amazing time. Oh, bless you. I mean, I, I have to thank you first because you are listening to my podcast. So this is very nice to actually talk to you right now and get to meet you. And because you're first my listener and now you're an interviewee. So I am very happy about that. And uh, I just wanted to talk to you more about the Chivning Scholarship that you gained recently. So let's start by you explaining to us what is the Chivning Scholarship or Fellowship, because I know that there are two kind of uh, separations between them and I'm, I'm not sure I understand it fully. So I'll uh, give you the word to explain it to us. What is it actually? Okay, so uh, you're right, there are two types of scholarships or fellowship, let's call it like that. So achieving scholarship is for all those people who would like to have a master's degree in uh, every kind of field that they like and they feel that the necessity of improving their skills and knowledge. And of course, it's a big opportunity for all those who want to have a professional growth. Uh, so, for example, there are people who ended their bachelor, they went to work, but they felt that they want to uh, have a change and they feel that they need new academic skills or knowledge or they just want to have a switch in another field then they can apply for achieving scholarship in any, any, absolutely any area that they want. Fellowship is a program for professionals who just want to specialize for six months. In comparison to achieving scholarship, you are studying for one month, or for one year, sorry, for one year. Yes, it's a time scholarship, but fellowship is shorter. And there is a difference in experience. For example, for achieving scholarship, you need to have at least two years of working experience. And for fellowship, if I remember correctly, it should be more. 
And you should also demonstrate your leadership skills, networking skills, and your desire to be decision maker. And by the way, it's very interesting. When we speak about leadership, it's so different from how we perceive here in Moldova this, how this is perceived in the Western part of the world. Here, for example, we always, when we think about the leader, it's a person who inspires, who somehow will take you through the difficulties through the war and you can you can like win everything that you want but actually leadership in the western and philosophy is uh, is more like a, a chance or a, 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 an ability to take responsibility and it was very interesting when i was preparing myself for achieving when i was writing about my leadership skills because first i was thinking to write how i can inspire people but actually you need to show how you are able to uh, handle difficult things and how you can able to demonstrate that you are able to finish something by offering some decisions and you are not afraid of doing this even if the result is very small it's important to show this way how you were challenged with something how you made some steps and how you took some actions and then the result and this is very important and and it's very specific, by the way. You cannot write uh, inspirational stories. You can definitely. But it's better if you have like real examples. And if you are able to prove that your action has left an impact, this is also very great. It means that you can uh, do more and you have this uh, a- uh, attitude of like really of decision-making, of true leadership. And what I like about Children's Scholarship that uh, if, it, if you are very young and you maybe don't have so much work experience, but if you show the potential, you definitely uh, have a chance to win. And I'm this kind of person who didn't have much experience, only two years, voluntary and some international project. But I really felt that I, I need a change. I need to grow. And uh, I, I applied for achieving. It took me one year to win the scholarship but it was one of the most planned goals of my life because I have as never before I was so focused and I see the entire plan of entire small steps what I need to do in order to pursue perceive all the challenges that I had and for example I had a very big fear of passing the English test exam since I was a teenage girl I didn't have courage but the desire to win, the desire to change the life, my life was so big that I overcome this, I overcame this fear, and I passed TOEFL, <laughs> the most terrifying, <laughs> the most terrifying exam. <laughs> but but yeah, it was not so scary as I was thinking, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> oh, this is amazing. You you show a lot of. Uh, ambition and curiosity and strength and courage uh, and you actually gave a lot of tips in one go so thank you for that uh, all those people who are listening and are interested about this I'm sure that can take this advice and my question to you now is how did you find out about Chivnik and do, did you have a mentor because all this wisdom that you shared with us it seems like um, there were things that you were aware of when you applied. Did you research yourself? Did you have someone with experience who helped you? Did you have a mentor? Did you apply together with your friends? How did the process happen for you? Thank you so much for this question. Uh, well, I remember myself that I was in my first year of master degree here in Moldova. And one day my professor 
uh, he came to the class. I don't know. He was so upset this day. And he said to us, guys, I know that you are all good and we are trying the best of teaching you. But still, if you want something more in your life, try to find a scholarship and to receive an education that will be recognized by entire world. And uh, somehow this words i don't know activated me activated my soul awaken i will say because i since like maybe um maybe my adolescence my teenage time i was thinking about going abroad and i was once i even visited a center which helps to find um, educational opportunities and i thought why what why not to try united kingdom but when I found out the price, I literally uh, left this building with tears because it was so expensive, and I was sure that all my family will not be able to cover this uh, this this huge entire money, <laughs> the sum of money. Really, it was impossible. And somehow, I it was a dream, but I thought possibly the dream which is which will which will not which will be never fulfilled. But I was following people who are studying abroad and i was asking myself uh, could i do something something the same am i able or not and what is what where is the difference between me and them so after this uh, talk with my professor it it really awakened my soul and i found the scholarship and i was when i tried to when i started to reading about it somehow all my body gave me a, such a big impulse saying that you have to apply, you need to this and do it and really do it. I was researching also uh, on the internet, just reading the information, what I need to do, how, how I need to apply. And I would say honestly that 90% of the success in achieving scholarship depends from the applica applicants, especially those who really study uh, thoroughly the information, uh, because there are also many groups on Facebook but as I observed, many people just are so lazy to study by themselves the uh, questions, to study the whole process. There are answers already which you can find them very easy, but they are so lazy. And what else? Uh, this Facebook group which I found on Facebook uh, helped me to understand how I need to structure my essays. Because I, had, I think I had more than one or three drafts because you need to write four essays well first was about leadership the second was networking uh, third uh, studies and your and the last one these are the this is the career career plan so and one of the group members shared a technique which is called star situation task action result and this also helps to demonstrate your leadership potential potential that you had a task you took some actions and you had some results. And this also helped me to structure my essay. I also re researched what uh, the meaning of networking, because it's, it's not just like when you meet people and you talk and make exchange of telephone numbers. No, it's a little bit more. It's how you can help your uh, professional networks and how this can help you. And gladly, I really had very good examples because I was searching for many international projects for myself because I, I really wanted to travel and I didn't have money. And this was one of my opportunities to travel by receiving some uh, education during one week, something like summer school. And thanks to this, I, I, I really built my network in Georgia, in Central Asia, Europe. Yes. Also, 
yeah and and i remember was when i was a student i was participating in one international co uh, contest which was called uh many languages one world by the united nations organization and during this contest i met also a friend from ukraine who really helped me during my time when i was working he helped us to translate a very important uh legal piece of paper which we received from the ukraine and this helped us to change the legislation for people with disabilities uh, because we were paying a big tax when we are when they were importing the special vehicle for themselves for their needs like special cars i really don't know how to call them correctly but it was insane because these people had an injury or some of them were born with this disability and somehow he helped us to translate and my colleagues let's say used this translation from russian and then to romanian and this helped us to to change the legislation wow. so this is one of the examples yes a very small thing like translation yes yeah. but it brought a very big impact and i use this example in my networking you say and as well as i mentioned that it's very important um, to build relationships good positive ones rather than the uh, uh rather than to have enemies mm -hmm. because this world is full of Negativity. enemy and yeah. negativity yes yeah. it's better to invest in friendships yes and i also brought examples of how 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 i help others as well and uh, the next essay was about education and here it's really important to show why you want to study in the uk mm -hmm. not only because you want to visit london it's very boring <laughs> actually because london is not the uk actually it's not the yeah. uk a lot and of people yeah do this association but i mean you the uk is so much more than that obviously yeah sorry for yeah. interrupting no 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 it's okay it's okay uh and when I was thinking about the place where I was think, uh, I was planning to study, I decided to choose a university, like one from England, one from Scotland, and one from Wales. Mm -hmm. uh, and I thought, uh, let it be three universities from these three regions, not London. Yeah. I, I knew that London is very expensive, yeah. and I didn't want to live there. Uh, I, I still like uh, urban area very much. Mm -hmm. It's really cool to live in the city. But London, no, <laughs> no, even yeah. if it's, it's over so many things, but I, I somehow my intuition told me that you will spend more <laughs> there, living there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I, uh, and because I started to work in the area of public relations in, uh, by promoting uh, the human rights and awareness of people about discrimination, I thought that I need to get some, uh, academic preparation because I was doing PR in practice but still many things some techniques I didn't know of them and uh, because I, I my, my education wasn't my bachelor was in another area mm -hmm. uh, and I thought to apply for communication studies media practice mm -hmm. and I selected one, one uni from Edinburgh another one from Manchester and the second one the third one was from Wales Mm -hmm. from Swansea mm -hmm. City, Swansea University. Yeah. And I like very much the program of Swansea, really. I, I, at that time, it showed me that uh, this program has everything that I really need. Like, it was so practical, really, so practical. I, 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 would, I would study, uh, I remember right now, uh, visual communication, how to understand graphical design, how to build this uh, 
important appealing uh, print materials, for example, or how to make video documentaries, like the process, or how um, uh, to write uh, PR campaigns, because I was doing PR campaigns, but I, have no, I didn't have any clue and idea what is the beginning and what is the ending of PR campaign. Mm -hmm. So I was more executing, but not like thinking and, and developing it. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I exp uh, and what is important also in this uh, educational essay to mention is that uh, you want not only to study, you want also to explore the culture because UK is really an uh, amazing country in, in, in terms of culture. In some parts, it's very controversial, but at the same time, you as an individual, I, and I'm telling this after my experience uh, by being there, you feel yourself absolutely free there. You feel what does it mean to be uh, free uh, and you and to be yourself? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Because in Moldova is, I would say, is a conservative country. People mm -hmm. are judging themselves very much mm -hmm. here, and I think this is very common for all countries which are somehow in, in the transition, economic transition, special, which keep more traditions. Mm -hmm. UK is very liberal in this. Thing. And I think it has its pluses and minuses as well because I saw many of these. Yes, yeah. but you really have a chance to be yourself and to share what you really think and to be whatever you want and uh, to be happy there without misjudgment and to live what, what a life that you really want. So this is my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a career plan is just about your uh, goals after you return after completing your studies uh here it's important to show that you are a person that that is able to create plans and these plans are very down to earth mm -hmm. because you cannot save the world after the education let's be very honest no yeah. you can't but that's that only small steps can move sometimes big things so that's why it's very important here to show that you are able to come with a plan a small middle and large one because People understand very well that after one year of living in another country, you can change your mind. And this is very natural. So what you were thinking can be really different after. That's uh, super interesting. So we, we just have to mention for those who don't know about this, uh, you have to come back after finishing your studies. And the contract says that you need to stay in, in your home country for two years. Is that right? Yes, yes, it's right. Achieving is a scholarship that, that seeks to invest in the, in the leaders who can bring some changes in their home countries. Yes, we signed the contract, uh, which obliges us also to return. So yes, yes. And while you're there, uh, the scholarship covers uh, the so the actual study, and then you also get some sort of help with, I don't know, rent, food, and some something like that. So yeah, so scholarship, Chipping scholarship covers all your tuition fees. Okay. It covers your visa. It also covers your health insurance, and every month you receive an allowance, which allows you to rent an, a house or a room and a house, yeah. food, and etc. etc. So yeah, and I would say that if you're economic, it's really enough, because also you can work a little. Being an international student, you are allowed to work 20 hours per week. 
and uh, because it's very important to, to, to pay attention to your education. This is like your priority. Mm -hmm. But yes, Chivning is, I would say, is very generous scholarship in this thing. <laughs> she is indeed, yes. uh, especially as you were saying uh, at the beginning of the podcast, studies, generally speaking, in the UK are really expensive and they're really not affordable. So it's amazing that they put this kind of program uh, to allow people to to do that and at a very high quality. So tell me about... Yes, it's just, just to yeah, mention, sure. it's like a part of public diplomacy of the country because mm -hmm. United States is doing the same by offering uh, their fellowship scholarship, which is also very famous. So yes, you're right. I want to, to hear more about Wales. I've been to Wales and it's actually very, very beautiful. I mean, the countryside is gorgeous. Um, and tell me a little bit about Swansea in particular, about Wales. What struck you the most? What did you enjoy the most? Uh, did you go for walks? Did you enjoy nature there? What were your main activities apart from studying? You know, uh, when I first time came to Swansea, frankly speaking, I didn't like the city <laughs> because it's, it was small. It was really small. I, I was looking forward for something like some for some more vibes, for some cultural things. But this is not the charm of Swansea. Swansea has other very strong parts. And this is nature, of course. I, I think I have um, accomplished one of the biggest dreams. I was living next to the sea and uh, for an entire year. And to my surprise, I couldn't imagine that, that this experience would change me so much. And by, by, particular, by particularly when you watch the sea, because you are never tired of it. It's so different if you go. I was walking almost every day there uh, with my friend. And uh, every day it was different. Every day. Even the spell, uh, even even the wind, everything. Everything was different. And this gives you such uh, a big amount of energy. And this energy is something different from the energy that you receive after maybe sleeping. Yeah? No, it's something different. It fulfills you. It fulfills you. And you start to think absolutely in a different way. Maybe you become a little bit philosophical in this aspect, yeah. but you really enjoy the moment. And of course, Swansea is so small, but it has fantastic parks. And uh, I like that people were taking care of them. And I was also very surprised how much, how many dogs I seen there. The yeah. variety of dogs is absolutely mind-blow <laughs> i really was wow how so many and they're so friendly really yeah. so friendly and sweet and swansea is a good place for people who are tired of rush i met many people from london who decided to continue living there because they said that london is crazy city but here i finally can hear myself i can enjoy the life mm -hmm. and it's okay to enjoy the life without rush i think that's this is the charm of this place. And people also, since my first day, for my first arrival, were very nice. I remember that I arrived at 2 a.m. and I needed to take a taxi to my Airbnb. Mm -hmm. And the taxi driver was so kind. He was waiting until my friend, who is also a chilling scholar, opened the door. So he was afraid. Now, if yeah. something wrong happens to yeah. me, yes, he, he was ready to help. When he Aww. saw that everything is good, yeah, yeah. So from the first days, people were very, like, sweet and kind. And uh, Swansea is like, 
if it's, it's somehow is hungry for people from other parts of the world because they bring so much diversity into this place yeah. and this city also benefits a lot from the university because it has two fantastic campuses one is purely tech and for engineers mm -hmm. another one in which i was studying was for those who want to have a degree in arts and humanities uh, areas so swansea is really great city if on, if you really are tired of rush of people of noise you can come down there you can rest mentally and this is really important after application to achieving scholarship i think i was so stressed because it's really it was really stressed mm -hmm. uh i i somehow recovered there as well <laughs> oh that's so beautiful did you also uh, learn any words in welsh yeah yes, sure <laughs> it sounds like a complicated language that's why i was yes oh it's so interesting to observe about so the question about the wells i knew that united kingdom is a country of different parts of mm -hmm. like different countries but united kingdom is really different yeah people from wells are so different from scottish and irish mm -hmm. people from the northern island as, and as well as english people yeah and the language you write is very different as well of course no one speaks welsh it's yeah. true yeah. but they are keeping this mm -hmm. they have a, a translation in english and welsh language mm -hmm. and of course i i met i, I remember the word presso borda what else uh, <laughs> i just know, uh, it's ah. once i don't know if it's Arab, but <laughs> i just saw uh, so it uh, you know what the stop sign i think it's Arab. i am maybe I, I i don't remember <laughs> and it was amazing to discover welsh culture which yeah. is still a mystery for me but i was happy that i was on the land of dragons yeah and in the land of red dragon yes yes <laughs> And, and and they have their traditional flowers daffodil mm -hmm. but as well i discovered many wonderful traditions like for example the tradition of uh, giving to each other a welsh spoon which mm. means that you want you you can mm, like by, by offering this gift you wish to this person love friend uh, um, respect uh, you wish uh, well-being and etc etc it depends and this is a very old celtic tradition and Wells also is beautiful in its castles. Unfortunately, due, due to pandemic situation, I didn't visit many of them, but I visited the Cardiff Castle, mm -hmm. and I'm so crazy about all these medieval things. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed this. Uh, I enjoyed really by it, and it somehow helped me to to get back to these times where knights were fighting <laughs> in these battles. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, I, you know, we exchanged a few messages before uh, having this call, and you're telling me in such a beautiful way that you you found what happiness is in there. Uh, do you want to elaborate a little bit on that, please? Because you seem yeah. you seem very excited to talk about it, and when I saw your message as well, I mean, this is this is a powerful thing that you experienced, and I'm I'm curious to know more about it. I think I started to think about happiness long ago before my departure, but really during during my time there, I think I get through a very big transformation. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think uh, COVID-19 also helped me in this thing uh, because, uh, because for a long time I was really feeling stressful 
and of course study to study there it's also a challenge mm -hmm. as an international student you work much more than the local one only because english is not your native language mm -hmm. but you will receive a mark based on your level of english how, how you express yourself and how you write your thoughts mm -hmm. and um, about yeah about this transformation uh, I had I had a really uh, health crisis there when it was COVID, not COVID, but but yeah, something else. But this crisis helped me to rethink myself and to rethink maybe how I perceive things. Uh, for the first time in my life, I think I started to realize that I deserve to be happy and I deserve uh, to receive uh, like only the best from this world. But for this, I need to change my mind and I need to change the affirmations in my mind. And one thing which also helped me is uh, was the practice of gratitude. Mm -hmm. I really started uh, to write every day for what I am grateful, from small and big things, and and maybe in a very like after some time, maybe two months until two, during two months I, uh, while I was feeling this health issues, I started to observe that my health started to improve, and the situation around me as well. And many miracles really started to happen with my life because when you are changing this attitude, your your thoughts, magic is really happening to you. I, I realized that I was too strict to myself. I was not allowing to myself to dream. And I recommend to everyone to dream, to dream, because this really helps you to become more interconnected with the world. And actually, we create some energies and the, the, the vibe positive or negative yeah. also attracts something good into your life and something bad and of course i'm always was a person who was thinking like who was like observing something good and something bad and it was i think i was born with this but i was not uh, understanding and realizing this but it's very important to turn the minus in plus because uh, every situation can really teach you and maybe after a while you will understand why you needed this so, for example, this health crisis, this uh, quarantine, this uh, like six months of staying home gave me a chance really to transform and make this maybe quantum jump. It's it's a big jump, but you are getting rid of all these layers, which uh, somehow stop you from your like true nature, let's say like that, true nature. Sometimes this is very painful, but if you want to move to another level, you need to get rid of these things if you really want the change. And when you start to practice this, uh, this kind of thinking of gratitude, you really uh, observe changes. You observe the colors of life. It's not just black and white. You see many, many other colors. And I started to see miracles. I started to welcome them into my life. But other thing what I was doing uh, I was uh, trying to change my attitude towards myself because as I told you that I was too strict to myself and I could realize that I was not loving myself at all like really uh, and uh, I was judging myself very strictly many times I was not thinking about myself maybe in a very very good way I was really too harsh too harsh and uh, I started to write every day for things for which I am grateful for myself in order to absorb that I'm doing actually a lot uh, into my life. And I, I should not uh, decrease my value 
because many times we search uh, for someone to appreciate us, but we need to learn to appreciate ourselves first of all, because we, like me as an individual uh, and you, for example, we are the best friends of ourselves in the most difficult part like time you are the best friend you are the closest one you are the beloved one and you need to have this inner power into yourself so i was building this power in myself and this brought me this feeling of happiness because uh, i started to enjoy myself first of all i i be, i become my inspiration my own inspiration and uh, i was happy for all my small achievements because I was thinking, oh, it's nothing like, oh, it's absolutely nothing to learn something small. But then after this, I started to appreciate myself even more. And that's why I, I, I also observe that people change in my life. People who were like more negative and more toxic, they simply disappeared. And I started to attract people of other quality. And I think it's, this is very important. If you really want something, in your life, uh, something better, start with yourself, really. You will you will attract these better things, but by allowing yourself to be more kind and uh, and you will you will observe how much actually you uh, attract how this good positive things, but this is a constant work. It should be if you start it once, you need to continue. So yeah, happiness was discovered there, and also because I felt myself very free and this is because of the uk yeah. i felt what does it mean to be uh, to, to I, I learned that the meaning of the privacy mm-hmm. that there you can be as i said whatever you want and if but if you are happy it's absolutely fantastic you want to be alone but it's good if you feel happy you want to have a family at very young age please feel free you don't want anything but you feel free to yeah. do whatever you want. Yes, and if it makes you happy, it's very important. I also like the attitude uh, there regarding the mental health mm-hmm. because we neglect this very much, mm-hmm. but all stresses that we experience, they cause health, physical problems to ourselves. And um, I like this, I like the approach there. Of course, sometimes mental health there is uh, is used in a very bad ways, and people are manipulating with it. Yeah. But I'm very happy that still people take care of it because mental health is essential. No one will take care, and we need to learn to talk about our problems and not keep them uh, inside because this creates many internal conflicts, and uh, this also can cause many injuries to ourselves and to people with whom we live. And of course, there I started to experience many interesting things which helped me to change because I observed that what I reflect, I also receive back. And if I see some, in someone, for example, something bad, it means that these bad qualities are in me. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not they bad people, yeah. but maybe I need to change something in me in order to, to attract something bad. So yeah, these are the things which really I felt and I under uh, undertaken in my in my experience there. But I was not alone. I was doing this with my beloved friend, and uh, I think both of us uh, changed a lot, changed a lot, and we supported each other. It was a lot for us to meet because at the beginning we we were f- like people were perceiving us as friends, but 
uh, as sisters, as sisters, but we become sister after some time when we went through many tough difficulties. Yeah, it was not always so sweet, really. I would say uh, pandemic showed the real faces of people yeah. because during my time there, I, I remained, I mean, together with her, I remained without uh, a shelter. Like uh -huh. we were, uh, yeah, we we had a win small window window of traveling, and we both went to Scotland. But after when we returned, our landlady uh, didn't allow us to stay there anymore. Uh -huh. So we needed to self isolate ourselves in a very short time. And because I'm, I as I said, I invested friendships. One of my friends from Kenya, Sydney, he helped me and my friends. And he offered us a roof and he actually offered us everything uh, we need for a time, for a time while we were searching for a new house uh, for ourselves. And even in this situation, I found so much positive and good lessons for myself because I discovered true friendships. I discovered myself in this uh, challenging moment that then you really fear to remain without a house. But at the same time, you do not lose your enthusiasm. You are you are sure that you uh, that the universe is guiding you, mm -hmm. and and it will not make anything harmful to you. Mm -hmm. It's very important thing that in this tough situation you are never alone. But you can think that you are alone if you are not actually. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow, yeah. wow, that's. Uh, I mean, there are some really amazing. All uh, stories are amazing that you're telling me, but. There are some really valuable lessons and uh, big transformations for you. And actually, while you're talking, I was having goosebumps. I mean, it's it, it's so beautiful oh. to see this transformation, how you changed your mindset and uh, how you found uh, valuable friends and how you noticed how everything changes around you with changing your mindset. And this is so beautiful and important. And I'm glad that you talked about it because I believe in these kind of things as well. And uh, I was wondering, because you're saying you were, uh, before you were very strict with yourself, and I was wondering, do you think it's related to the uh, pressure, the society pressure in Moldova, that you have to do this, you have to do that, they have some certain expectations, and as you said, you found more freedom in the UK, and um, in a way, um, I find myself this pressure in Moldova and I'm not sure if you found it as well that people just get a little bit stuck in what what are the things that they believe you should do rather than explore letting you explore yourself as an individual what you like what you want uh, because we're all different we need to explore more we need to understand each other what do you think about that if you want to talk about it there is a <laughs> I think I was I, I think I was strict not only because of the society. Mm -hmm. Of course, everything is coming from the childhood, and I have fantastic parents. Mm -hmm. But yes, maybe they are they were a little strict with me, and and maybe strict with themselves because maybe I have uh, inherited this attitude without understanding this. And um, in Moldova, it's really hard to be yourself only because we people always pay attention to what others think about them mm -hmm. but it's more important uh, your opinion about yourself your well-being uh, you need to learn to choose yourself 
and this is very healthy by the way so here in moldova you can observe how people are sometimes sacrificing themselves mm -hmm. and they are using their internal energy without fulfilling themselves back for example mm -hmm. or for example it's another it's one of the things uh, or uh, if you want to wear something unusual yes to express yourself in this for example fashion style mm -hmm. possibly people will watch this like something mm, strange like yeah. whether you're trying to be uh, too attractive or something <laughs> like that yeah. uh, or or I'm not saying that is this is all the time, but this exists. Or I'm sure you have observed people who are so like from other other part of the planet, and here in Moldova, I guess they are like uh, uh, white uh, ravens. Uh, they for them to be they are like freaks, I would say, but they are not freaks. They are just very different. They are not like this gray mass of people. Let's say like that. And uh, that's why I'm saying that in the UK, I felt the freedom of being myself. And uh, what else I want to tell uh, is that here in Moldova, people try to act for external world. They try to be good for, uh, for others, but as I said, not for themselves. They, they show maybe beautiful image, picture, but in fact, they can be absolutely upset, sad, or unhappy because of this. Mm -hmm. Of course, about the opinion, it's not always easy uh, to share your opinion, especially if it's very different from the majority. Of course, freedom expression here is much better in comparison to some other countries. But for example, people here accept uh, maybe uh, discrimination, for example, they accept uh, the violation of their rights. They they have they get used that the laws are not created for people but for governments and etc etc. And when you are trying to go against the system, people do not encourage you. But it, it, I mean, it's very rare when they encourage. But they say, don't waste your time. It's you don't need this. Mm -hmm. What other thing I have observed, and this is also important. Uh, maybe economic situation also influences much. Uh, uh, there is more aggressivity here. People are more aggressive. Yeah. I really miss politeness, which I experienced in the UK. And of course, the problem of UK as well is that people are keeping very much inside and uh, they have this inner complex and maybe they start to show them only after they are super relaxed, after drinking, and this is true, <laughs> they become very, very <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> or they show, yes, yes, they are, no, they are not so emotional as people here. And I think it's important to be emotional. You need to show your emotions. Uh, so, um, uh, but here, yes, it's vice versa. And um, politeness, yes, I really miss it. And how customers are treated are treated sometimes in not a very good way because a customer is a person that needs to return to you and i'm not saying that you need to to become its slave or no but just a little more of kindness a little of smile and believe me this is already changes some things and you want to return and uh, i have observed that people really do not know how to to tell to each other just a simple thank you. Thank you that you give me a place. Thank you that you offer me, like, I don't know, something, something like you, you, uh, you, you offer me, me a road to cross the street. 
nothing like that. And I think this is really sad. We were doing this a little often. Yeah, I believe we were become more kind to each other as well. Just simple kindness and simple thank you can change really many things. Exactly. Kindness doesn't cost you anything. It's not like you have to pay something or, or you know, but it can give you a lot in return indeed. So in this context, how did you find your return to Moldova? Was it was it, it was, a period of ad- ad- adapting to new reality? Yeah, I would say I'm still adapting. I have returned this year uh, in February. And, you know, it's very interesting. I was thinking that I am returning to the same place. I know everything. But I couldn't expect that I will change so much that I would be in a depression for some time. I couldn't imagine this. Yes, I had a depression. And uh, I, I think uh, after return, I had another crisis. But because I knew already how to deal with it, I started to find and to build these inner powers. And, and I started turning minuses and pluses because I don't like to eliminate negative energies. I really, it's not me. I just don't like this. I don't like myself, even though it's, it was very natural, but I was accepting myself in this state of mind as well. Yes, it was very hard because I also observed that, yeah, possibly you know that people here do not enjoy very much of life. And yes, I, I felt this as well. People are, people are drawn to politics, which doesn't bring anything good to people. Uh, this, I mean, these discussions and people are really aggressive to each other. To me, this was very hard. And I was feeling myself like an, an alien. Sometimes I still feel myself like a tourist in, the, in, in Moldova. I, I really like to be in the societies which are more open-minded, mm-hmm. more accepting to the difference of people. And we are not a multicultural country as United Kingdom, for example. We have yeah. different ethnicities, and but still, this, we have the same religion, but we still uh, can't really discriminate ourselves uh, or each other. Or we have people with disabilities who cannot, unfortunately, live a normal life because... Uh, there are no um, conditions for them to live a normal, good life. And people pity them, but I guess they don't want to be pitied at all. Yeah. Uh, they just want to feel like a normal one uh, who, who, who enjoys the life, who goes to uh, social places, places of social gatherings, cafes, theaters, and uh, yeah, all these many things. The hardest part was also to adapt to the climate. Because I, I like the rains in the United Kingdom. I I I have and and the United Kingdom has a more mild climate. Yeah. You don't you don't have this ups and downs and the cold, yeah. Exactly, hot and cold. No, no. You can observe how one season uh, is changing slightly slightly into another one. For example, right now our autumn was also uh, very like suddenly. The autumn suddenly came. Like a week ago, you were wearing sandals, and <laughs> the other week you are wearing boots because it's cold and rainy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But still, uh, it's important to keep a good weather here inside. Uh, doesn't matter because even even in the UK, I met I, I met many uh, glummy people who were like grumpy cats. Yeah, and, and <laughs> yes, and I was telling them, guys, really, you living in a very fantastic country you should not be like that and this is really interesting because 
of course, uh, when you are a local, you, you know other realities. And I also know other, the reality of the United Kingdom, which is not a perfect country, especially in the terms of medical care. Not at all, not at all. But it has its strengths as well. And Moldova also has its strengths. I still think that uh, Moldova has a potential in the medical healthcare system if it will be improved, because maybe our Soviet background somehow allows us to enjoy a little better situation, but not always. Not we always. just need Whereas... better conditions because the hospitals in Moldova, um, I mean, the conditions are quite bad. Uh, yeah, you're right. And, and teachers and uh, professors need to receive more good uh, uh, wages. Mm -hmm. Exactly, wages, because these are the people who, these are the essential workers. These are the essential workers. And uh, what else I want to say, being in the UK, I also managed to work in the Amazon company and warehouse. Mm -hmm. Like I saw what does it mean to, to be like a true working class. But there, even you are a true working class, you can enjoy like normal life. You can afford essential stuff for yourself. Here in Moldova, it becomes more challenging. And I would say that some products are more expensive than in the United Kingdom. Yeah. We have this jumps in currencies, and I really don't like that. We, we depend very much from the euro and dollar. Mm -hmm. And for example, if you want to rent something, the price is not... Uh, stable, uh, like stable in lay, Moldovan lay. No, it depends from the currency yeah. of euro. And one month it can be like one price and next month it will be the same price. And yes, I, I would say that stability here in Moldova is needed like, like oxygen mm -hmm. because people live in country because of instability and only because of that. So... Um, this is like the things that I have observed my, during my time here. And uh, I, I, I'm very sad really for, for this because I consider that people here deserve a normal life. Uh, a normal life when you can afford like things for your well-being. And actually we don't, we, we don't we really don't need a lot. But to be sure that the milk is the same price, yeah. has the same price, is very important. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I wonder myself, some, not sometimes, many times, how do people in Moldova survive? I mean, the prices are really high, instability, as you say. And uh, there are a lot of things uh, that can be improved. But on the flip side, did you, unless you wanted to comment something else, did you want to tell me about the presentation that you did about Moldova to the local community in Swansea? Oh, it was fantastic. I was so happy and excited to share about Moldova in Swansea because let's be honest, no one knows about Moldova yeah. <laughs> when you are abroad. Exactly. And and because I had a, a background in international relations, I somehow understood that I am the ambassador of my country mm -hmm. and I have to make the best impression. And the best impression really matters. And... Uh, Every country has a pro has problems, yeah. but I think you should start your conversation with a foreigner not about the problems, but about good things. Mm -hmm. And when I did this presentation, I was really happy to share only the best because Moldova really has best things. Mm -hmm. Not only the wine and food, we have also very good stories to tell. 
we really uh, we are a mix of western and eastern world and we can understand the mentality of both worlds mm -hmm. and uh, people were listening with so much uh, pleasure uh, about this because we were i was also sharing some tips with them how you can cook moldovan food being in the uk and it's very cheap and easy and by the way British people eat beans, mm -hmm. really. And this is also our a part of our traditional cuisine. Yeah. But they do not know how to cook them. <laughs> and I was, I really once did a workshop for one British lady. Uh, I was boiling beans. And then I was cooking them with tomatoes, onions, and carrots. Mm. And she was so shocked and surprised by this. Yeah. She, tell, she told me, I thought that beans are coming from the canes in this kind of condition. <laughs> yes. So I would say that uh, it was very nice to share some fantastic traditions like like celebration of Easter. In the UK, people don't celebrate Easter, even though they have bank holiday for it, but they don't yeah. celebrate. Yeah. But he, we have a beautiful tradition of coloring eggs, mm -hmm. then cracking them. Yeah. We also bake for Easter and we share this baking with people with our friends, families, and etc. They do not do this. And during the lockdown, I and my friend, uh, we did this for our friends who remained completely alone in their houses. And we thought that if we are so lucky by being uh, in the lives of each other during this time, we need to help others. Yeah. And together we initiated this small Eastern campaign. We baked together with her, and then we went to our friends at the early, early mornings, morning, and we left the small delights to do them. And I was also telling about this during this workshop. And for the first time, Wells heard about Dragos and the legend of Moldova. <laughs> and it was so funny. <laughs> but but it was it was very interesting because people like storytelling. Yeah. And why not to share a good story with them? Exactly. Well, I love, and you know, you just bring me joy just by talking. Yeah, I don't know. It's I love your enthusiasm and how you present your experience, and uh, I can feel it. I can literally feel it. Um, and um, I was wondering if you already have a plan because I know you said you had to have a plan when you come back uh, of how you are thinking to apply what you studied there in Moldova do you have any ideas that you want to share or that you can share maybe some of them can't be shared yet so did, did you think about applying some of the things that you learned in there well uh, well as I returned I started to work in two months mm -hmm. and uh, during my studies there I started to study about tech companies and the promotion of them mm -hmm. and somehow I joined the uh, National Association of ICT Companies. So for seven months, I already worked in the ICT sector of Moldova. And together with the wine sector, this is this is a very strong one. Mm -hmm. We don't have petrol, we don't have oil or gas, yes, but we have brains. <laughs> and this is important, yes. And ICT sector is very well developed here in Moldova. And it's uh, it's very bright and vivid and dynamic. Since I have joined the association, I have, th I think I, I learned many, many things and I have started to apply my skills. Of course, I needed time to get used because this was a new field for me and I needed to understand many things yeah. and I needed to adapt only, I guess, to the sector. But right now I feel much better and I really know it's strong part and I'm, I'm, and I'm promoting it and I, as well as I'm, when I'm trying to attract 
new companies in the association. I also explained them that by being together, by being strong, we are able to improve the situation in the sector and we are able together to, um, to make it stronger and more attractive for the uh, foreign investment. So this is really important and association works like a community and in community we can share some things but also you can promote yourself yeah. and for for small companies this is a very great opportunity because Moldovan market is very small and if you want to scale you need to scale by thinking big by thinking uh, in a very large context and uh, Association offers this, uh, uh, this opportunities and not only, for example, the last big thing that I was doing together with the team in which I was working, we were uh, organizing the Moldova ICT Summit. This is the biggest industry event and uh, this is important because it, we raise awareness of the government that this sector should be taken very seriously and uh, it should have benefits. Because uh, if the wine sector was bringing the biggest money by uh, by exporting wine abroad, currently ICT sector overcame it, became bigger and more influential. So yeah, this is very important and strong thing. And I, I, I honestly I enjoy what I'm doing. Uh, of course, um, I'm sure maybe that one day I will have another experience of living abroad. But yes, uh, currently I'm here and my plan is, uh, as I, actually as I described in the, my career essay, to raise awareness of good things in Moldova. <laughs> and I'm doing this, really, I'm doing this. But another thing which I'm doing right now, and maybe this is like a, a more negative thing of after my returning, because I had a pause and, uh, in my professional development, due to the reason that I went to study. I recently got rejected from the public authority which, uh, which take care of us and by paying us allowances like pensions mm -hmm. and sick allowances. National authority of, of, I don't remember how it's called, <laughs> it's called CNAS mm -hmm. and uh, maybe you heard about it. No. <laughs> but I was recently rejected by them and this is like a discrimination of young professionals mm -hmm. only because I didn't have enough uh, work experience. I managed to work in Moldova two years uh, by row and then I left and then I returned. I worked only six months but then I got COVID and I couldn't work yeah. and I really paid a lot of money to recover yeah. for my medicines as well because I was... Uh, uh, I was I was healing myself at home, yeah. and uh, I was thinking uh, to receive this allowance, but I was rejected. But I decided to myself that I will not uh, leave this thing as it sh it should, because entire group of young people become very vulnerable. Yeah. If you are young, you still can can you can get sick after working. It's normal. You are human. You are not a robot. Yeah. And it's it's and you can be absolutely alone in this situation. And uh, you have to have some, I don't know, insurance in this case, which will work for you. Not only when you go to, you, you go to the hospital and the government pays this uh, week for you, no, but even if you're treated yourself at home. Yeah. And in my career essay, I was also telling that I will continue promoting anti-discrimination laws. And somehow I'm fulfilling my promise because, and I want to show, to tell you, honestly, I'm going to apply a complaint against this discrimination, uh, against this discrimination deed, because this law 
made me to feel very vulnerable yeah. and the law must protect me but not abuse me so and and again the difference between uk people and the moldovan people many people tell told me leave it like that you are so lucky because you have a job right now guys it's a fact that i have a job and i have some savings but let's imagine another situation when i don't have anything like that i don't have family i don't have job or i just finished the university and started to work yeah. and what should i do in this case should i suffer should i close my mouth and my eyes no and in this case i i really feel my civic position because yeah. it's not okay if the government discriminate young professionals you want to give this young professionals you need to give them a feeling of safe safeness mm -hmm. but not a feeling that in every worst case scenario the only person who can help is you and not no, no one more it's not okay because i'm paying taxes and i in during my working period during my uh first two years of working i paid to the to the government almost two thousand of euros and i think of taxes yeah. and i think i can benefit from this money yeah. at least a little a little i'm not saying that it should be a huge amount of money no yeah. just a little yeah exactly uh, i love the fact that you um really want to fight against discrimination and this is not uh just for you you're always thinking about people who are being discriminated doesn't matter from which type of category uh, they are you are right um there's a lot of discrimination in moldova and there's a lot to do about it and i'm glad that you're doing already work around it i'm sorry that it affected you in, in one way but this will um motivate you for sure to to start doing changes in there so uh, I like that you have this kind of personality to go and uh, not to just, you know, comply, but to move, to start shaking and moving things around. So that's amazing. Well done for everything you're doing. Um, you are an amazing human being and keep going, keep doing uh, the, the things in, in the direction that you're already doing. Uh, do you have any message for your friends from the UK? I would ask them to continue enjoying the life that they have and I would uh, recommend them to love more their country because their country is full of amazing things. It has a rich history. Unfortunately, young people in the UK neglect it, but I think they should not do it. it. And uh, I would also recommend them to be more, to be less anxious mm -hmm. because they do not have many reasons to be anxious really but it's very controversial and interesting thing that countries that have a better economy the people there are more anxious and frustrated mm -hmm. here in moldova we are also frustrated but i think we are more in this like somehow prepared for <laughs> constant <laughs> crises <laughs> yeah you, you cannot you really cannot be upset otherwise you will not die but sure <laughs> it won't change your life at all because in the uk i saw many people who had almost everything and they were not happy and this is it's not okay you should you should value that you have you should, you should be grateful for that you have because this is this is your happiness this is your life and only you can change it or improve it so yeah to my friends from uk from uk i would wish them to enjoy their country to protect this this beautiful country and and to maybe also discover other places and lands 
uh, and to expand their knowledge of, of, of life and of the world. Amazing. And before we go to the five round of five questions uh, from the end, did you have anything else that you want to share with us? <laughs> this this question makes me to think what I want to share with people. I would share with them that one thought, continue believing in your dreams, but also act to fulfill them. Because when you, uh, you dream, you also set goals. And when you are doing this, all world, all universe is supporting this in uh, supporting you in this path, in this pathway and everything arranges as it should be. So continue dreaming, set goals and never be afraid and really start to appreciate yourself more because you are the best of the best in your life. <laughs> oh, that's so beautiful. Did you read The Alchemist, by the way, by Paolo Coelho? No, no, I didn't, but I know I know about this book and uh, no, 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 I didn't, I didn't. But but yeah, I, I know it's it's a good book <laughs> to me. Well, well, talking about books, uh, let's start our uh, fire five questions from the end. And I'll start with what's your favorite book? The, the name is in French. It's called uh, Le Papillon des Etoiles. In English, it's, it's called The Butterfly of the Stars. Mm -hmm. It's a it's science fiction book about people who left uh, the Earth in search of another planet. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because uh, uh, during this uh, journey in the cosmos, many generations changed and history is, uh, repeated itself. But the ending is absolutely fantastic because it has a connection with the Bible. And uh, it's really blown minding. I recommend it to, to read it and to think about us as a humanity because Unfortunately, people rarely change themselves. People remain themselves. In the history, we behave as, as usual. The only, the only change is the decorations of us. Like yeah. decorations of buildings, so times. But people are the same all the time. And this book gives us a perspective and allows us to think that we, we are those who should take care of the planet where we live. Because it's, it's an organism which should be cherished and uh, protected. So yeah, this book I would recommend to read. That's another strong message at the end, especially now with uh, the global talk about climate change and environment and everything. Uh, I'm glad that you brought this up as well. And uh, I suppose you also enjoy looking after nature. Yeah. yeah, nature gives me a lot of energy and when I feel down, if I go to the park, for example, I feel myself really bad, really bad. It gives me powers, really. It gives me a lot of powers. Same for me, so I know what you're talking about. Okay, so the next question is, what is your favorite song? I have many, but I, the first which came to my mind is a Queen uh, Who Wants to Live Forever. Oh, uh, the next question is about your favorite movie. Oh, movie, movie, movie. Uh, I like very much the Bridget Jones Diary. I, 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 I really, <laughs> I can watch this movie all the time, especially when I don't feel very well. Yeah. It, it brings me so much energy and uh, why not? Yeah, Bridget Jones Diary. But of course, I have many more. But <laughs> this is very positive and kind movie. Yeah, it's cute and very British, I suppose. Well, very British. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, what is your favorite food? 
Oh, I I think I can eat everything. <laughs> I like you. Yes. <laughs> I, I I like to eat. I I enjoy eating food, yeah. and I enjoy also cooking for myself. Um, my ice cream, oh. <laughs> my favorite. <one. laughs> but not only ice cream; it's hard to say really. <laughs> I like vegetables. I eat meat. I like to, to fry pancakes for myself as well. Yeah. So. But talking yeah. <laughs> about that, you said you gave um, masterclasses about Moldovan food to British people. What about vice versa? Did you learn anything uh, British that you are cooking for yourself now? I, I like how my housemate was uh, uh, preparing uh, vegetables in oven. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the style. Some things I learned by myself, for example, how to cook a traditional British breakfast. But it's not so difficult, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> it's not so difficult. But I guess not itself. You know, in in the UK, there's a lot of, uh, of course, Indian influence. Do you enjoy curries and Indian food in general? No, I no. I, I like spicy food, but not so spicy. But I enjoyed uh, Asian cuisine. Mm-hmm. I like that in the UK, I had this diversity of yeah. food, and I could try many interesting, like really extravagant stuff. Uh, but what I really like is. I did. I don't know how to cook it, but we have a special Christmas roll, mm-hmm. with it's very delicious. To me, it's like a big pancake, and which is filled with some meat and vegetables, something. But it's very delicious. I tried this when I was working in Amazon, and I like. I really like it. Good, good. And the last one is: What's your favorite drink? Tea. Tea. Oh, you tea, were, I like tea. did you? <laughs> you only said tea. Like in the UK, a cup of tea is always uh, on the table. <laughs> exactly, but you know, I met many British people who don't like to drink tea. Really? But I like tea. Yes, yes. I like also water. I also drink coffee, mm-hmm. but mostly I drink uh, tea, uh, green tea especially. I was going to ask you because in the UK they they drink a lot of uh, well, they they just call it tea, but it's usually black tea with milk. And I'm, I'm I like more also. of a plant tea kind of person. Okay, I, 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 I tried also black tea with milk, and I think this is a tradition mm-hmm. which they are using for so many, many years. And this is also traditional in India, India. and Pakistan, yeah. exactly. And I would say that in during cold time, it's a good drink. It warms you and it improves your immune uh, system. Amazing. So thank you so much for uh, all your stories. You're full of joy. I'm glad that you recovered yourself from all the things that you've been through. I'm glad that you shared them with us and I'm glad that you learned all your lessons and uh, had this amazing experience that you wanted to, to tell your story. And uh, as I told you before, keep doing the great things that you're doing. And I'm super, super happy that I met you virtually and that uh, I got to speak to you because you're really wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I, I'm really honored to share this. And of course, I can tell many more things, but maybe maybe for the next time. <laughs> exactly. We can still do other episodes. Uh, the next exactly. chapter, chapter in Yulia's life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. You know, like, Thank you, Danielle. <laughs> like Bridget Jones' diary. We'll do Yulia's diary. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> and I would tell you honestly, I, I am having a diary. Diary helps to reflect on your life and to observe patterns that you should keep or you should change. And this is good. It's like self-analysis. <laughs> Another great advice. Thank you, Yulia. Thank I you. I wish you all the best and stick to your fingers.